You're listening to Classroom Confessions with Katie Smith, a podcast where teachers share advice, encouragement, and the realities of today's classroom. Happy Friday. Welcome to Classroom Confessions. I apologize for the background noise. Welcome to summer in Las Vegas. I have a ton of cicadas outside my window and I've tried to get rid of it and I've moved different places and it's just not going anywhere. So we're going to have cicadas as our background noise. I'm sorry. I really did try. But welcome to Classroom Confessions, Episode 9. Today we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is flipping the classroom. I also want to apologize because I am stuffy, thanks to all the construction going on outside my classroom. So we're just going to hang in there and do the best we can. And welcome everyone who's new or who's been here before. I'm glad you are choosing to listen. So I want to give some updates on life. Um... I attended my first rally or protest yesterday. I will talk a little bit about that in a second. But a bunch of teachers from my school went to the protest. And so I figured why not go with them? It was a great bonding experience. There was probably like 15 to 20 of us there. And it was just awesome to be with my colleagues standing up for something we believe in. And it's also the second week of school. So I think next week, week three, this is always my philosophy, Week three is when I'm going to start seeing the behaviors from the kids that I need to be aware of. So I will keep you posted on that next week. Um, I just want to jump right into my rose, thorn, and bud. So those of you who are new every week, I talk about something good that happened, something bad that happened, and then a thorn, or sorry, something good that happened is my rose, something bad that happened is my thorn, something I'm looking forward to is my bud. It's my sick brain. That's what I blame it on. Um, and so I'm going to start with my thorn because it ties into my updates. So our school district is currently in negotiations with our union over our teacher contract. And three-ish years ago, before I came to the district, the district decided to change how we earned our raises. So instead of the traditional you get paid for how many years you've worked plus your education. Now you get paid for how many years you worked plus if you've earned units. And you have to earn 225 units, which is equal to about 675 hours outside of the classroom. And it can't be anything you get paid for. So it's all professional development or um, building up the community. So... This was the new plan they put in place, and so in addition to putting this into place, depending on what school you were at, you either had to wait one, two, or three years to apply to get your raise. If you were at a Tier 1, Title 1 school, you only had to wait a year. And then the schools that are on the upper, they weren't a Title 1 school, they were Tier 3, had to wait three years to get a raise. So the district has had three years to figure out how to pay the teachers and last year the people who had to wait two years had to sue the district and they went to arbitration so that they could get paid well now the district is saying they don't have the money to pay the teachers who were on the three-year track and the union fought really hard 
and the district fought really hard during our legislative session to get money for the teachers. So the state has guaranteed us a 3% um, cost of living increase. We get our step. We haven't gotten a step in three years. I haven't gotten a raise in four years. So um, I'm living on my salary from 2016. It's 2019 for those of you who forgot. So we're going into four school years on the same salary. So I haven't gotten a step increase, which is your yearly increase for how many years you've taught. I haven't gotten one of those in four years. And now the state is also including a cost of living increase. So the state has guaranteed that we will get that money. But the issue is the teachers who worked and got the 225 units, the district is saying they don't have money for them, even though they've had three years to plan for this. And so the union is fighting the district to get the money to pay those teachers. And the union has threatened to strike now. And so we have a day, September 10th, where the teachers are supposed to strike. I'm a probationary teacher, so I cannot strike. But other teachers can. Other teachers off of probation can. So yesterday there was a rally outside the school board meeting. Um, and I went to that with my colleagues. And that was great. And then there was a school board meeting after the rally. And the school board meeting got shut down. They canceled the meeting. They said they would reschedule. They said it got too rowdy and violent for them. And... They did not feel comfortable carrying on the meeting. And I totally get it if they felt uncomfortable. But there have also been many times where I felt uncomfortable as an educator in my classroom. Like where a student went toe-to-toe with me like they were going to fight me. And I didn't leave my classroom. And they have police protection. So I just feel the board could have handled it differently. I'm not here to say they were right. I'm not here to say they were wrong. If they felt intimidated, they are entitled to their feelings as each person is. But I do feel that it didn't help the situation. So that's my thorn. This is all going on. Parents are worried. Teachers are worried. Students, I'm not sure a lot of them know what's going on. But it's just, you know, a weight in the air. And our admin can't say anything. It's basically like figure it out for yourselves. Fight for yourselves. And whatever happens, happens. So it's just going to be an interesting couple weeks. They are currently, as we speak, in contract negotiations. So we'll find out tonight what the union decides. So that's my thorn. Moving right along. Um, my rose this week was just the teacher camaraderie and showing up at the rally. It was great to be out there with all my colleagues. And then my bud is that I've been working on expanding my teachers pay teachers business and looking into how to do that and so I've just been taking any free webinar I can get my hands on and learning all the things and hopefully one day I can share some of my knowledge with you once I figure out how it all works but that's my exciting bud so today we're going to talk about a flipped classroom and this is my second year doing a flipped classroom One of the biggest fears teachers have is access to technology. So I'm going to tell you what I did to figure out if my kids had access to technology. I gave them a survey, but my question wasn't, do you have a computer at home? Can you use a computer at home? My question was, do you have access to social media? Because those of you who teach middle school and high school know that if students have social media, they have access to the internet. And so... If my, student, if my students have access to social media, then I know they have access 
to technology at home or somewhere or wherever they're getting it from. So I'm not worried about their access to technology. Most students can figure it out. Also, our library has library, local libraries and our school library have technology and a lot of places now have free Wi-Fi. So Starbucks, Target, McDonald's, they all have the things. So I'm not worried about access to technology. <clears throat> the other fear is that, well, what if students don't do the work? And that's a fear with any work we assign, right? Students might not do it. So two fears out of the way. Forget those fears. Handled. You're welcome. So before we dive into everything, I want to talk about what it is, why I did it, what some activities look like, and then some resources you can use. None of these are paid ads. Still a teacher making teacher salary. So a flipped classroom is where you take the traditional learning model of teachers lecturing and giving knowledge in class and then students going home and applying the knowledge and you flip it. So students acquire and get knowledge at home and then apply it in class. And <clears throat> the reason I found that this works better is because then I, the teacher, can help with the application stage. How many of you remember the Bloom's taxonomy and understanding something is very basic? In my brain, that is something that can be done at home. You can watch a lecture at home. You can write notes at home. I do not need to be spending my 48 minutes of class time giving you a lecture when you can just as easily do that at home. I would rather be spending my time working on reading skills, writing skills, uh, and document analysis skills in class with you as opposed to working on you copying notes. So I, that's one of the reasons I flipped my classroom. Another reason I flipped my classroom is because I was sending home projects that parents felt were too complicated and parents could not answer the questions their students had. I was getting so many emails about, I don't understand this project. I don't understand the work. Can you please give my child more time? And so to cut all of that out, I just flipped my classroom. I now do not lecture at school. All of my lectures are homework. And students then use that lecture to work on projects in class. So for example, this week um, I did a lecture on the five themes of geography. I gave students two different ways to take notes, a paper copy and a Google Classroom copy. We're only in our second week, so not everything is 100% flipped yet, but I'm getting there. And then they use those notes to create a foldable in class. If students didn't do the work, they couldn't do the foldable. So I don't grade the homework. I don't grade the notes. I grade the project and their understanding of their homework. <coughs> so that's one thing I like too. Because if the student didn't do the work, I don't need to check the homework. I can tell from their project if they did or did not do the homework. Some of the benefits from having a flipped classroom and doing it this way are that students can independently pace themselves. They can go quicker or slower you know when you when you're lecturing in class you always tend to wait for the person who's taking forever to write their notes and if they're at home you don't have to wait for them they can just either plow through it and take all the notes really quickly or take their time 
And by having all my lectures online, students can access them if they're at home and need a refresher or they're studying for their test and they're like, oh wait, what did Miss Smith say? And they can go back to their lecture to figure that out. It also allows me to work on higher level thinking skills in class. So all of my standards, all of my objectives that I write are very high level because we are applying, we are synthesizing, we are evaluating because the knowledge acquisition took place at home. And I know flipping the class can seem so daunting. I totally get it. But I have an easy way. There's a couple things you need to flip your classroom. The first one would be a means of getting out your information online. So a learning management system. Some of you already have access to this with Google Classroom or Canvas or Blackboard. If not, you can post your lectures on a YouTube channel and give your kids the link and they can go and watch your lecture on YouTube and take notes. That's totally acceptable. In fact, that's where all of my lectures are. I post them in Google Classroom and on YouTube. And so that's one option for posting information. The other thing is, is that if you have never flipped your classroom and you were like, Katie, you are crazy. I don't even know why you think I would want to do this. You're right. I was crazy too. But I would start out with one assignment. Post one assignment online. Have students do it and see what the response is. And if you get a good response from them, then keep doing it. The more you do it, the more there is out there. I have now transitioned into um, putting up writing templates online. They do quizzes online. They do their warm-ups online. I have digital interactive notebooks. And I've learned all of this over many years. I started out with just posting essays online or question online. Super easy. But as the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it, the more you feel willing to expand your boundaries and learn more and then bring more of the flipped classroom into your teaching method. I have seen crazy, wondrous things done with flipping my classroom, and I am a complete advocate of it. So I wanted to give you guys a quick introduction to it to maybe make you an advocate of it too. So like I said, I would just start with one assignment. If it works, do more. If it doesn't, go back to the old way. There's no harm in that at all. Here's some resources that I use for flipping my classroom. The first one is Edpuzzle. And Edpuzzle is this program where you can pull a video from YouTube and you can in insert questions at different points in the video so you know if your students watch the video rather than just putting it on and going to walk the dog you know that they watch the video because they answer the questions and if you do multiple choice questions it grades it for you hello efficiency who needs to grade any more papers no one zero people need to grade any more papers super efficient applications that grade it for you Speaking of that, I use Google Forms for quizzes. Once again, if it's multiple choice, it grades it for you. And now, if you're using Google Forms as a quiz on a Chromebook, you can lock it so students can't go on another tab. No cheating. Nay, nay. No, no. Not today, children. 
The other things that I use are Google Slides and Google Docs, so the equivalent of Microsoft Word and PowerPoint. And then I also use Screencast-O-Matic, which records my screen so that the students can see the PowerPoint and hear my voice. I've not done the one where you can record the screen and your face because most of the time I record them at night at home in my comfies. Nobody needs to see that. Um, but Screencast-O-Matic will record your screen and your voice at the same time. So Flip Classroom, once again to recap, the benefits are self-paced, higher level thinking takes place in the classroom, it cuts down on your wasted time from waiting for everybody to write all the notes in class. So your quote this week kind of builds on that. It's from Albert Einstein, and I know you have heard it before. It's a definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. We have new standards that are to challenge the kids and to make them do higher level thinking. If we keep doing the same activities and teaching the same way that we have taught for years, and we expect kids to just be able to hire, use higher level thinking skills, we are insane. We need to change how we teach so that we can then provide the students with what they need. So hopefully this inspires you to get outside the box a little bit. Try a lesson online. If you do, please reach out to me on my social media. Um, Instagram and Facebook are, you can find me at Classroom Confessions Podcast. So you guys can let me know how that went. You can listen to us anywhere pretty much. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Radio Public. And if you like what you hear and you're enjoying these podcasts, please leave us a review. We would love it. You will be able to find show notes and resources on classroomconfessions.net. And once again, if you want to find me on social media, Instagram and Facebook are Classroom Confessions Podcast, and Twitter is Class Confess Pod. Thank you guys so much for being here this week. I just want to give you the reminder that you are alive, you are kind, you are patient, you are wonderful, you are fearless, you are important, you can teach anything, you can be anything, and you can change the world. If you're in my district and you're fighting for those CUs, know that I am behind you and you deserve them 100%. You're doing the damn thing. You've made it another week. Bye, y'all.